0: You're listening to Highly
1: Unique Radio. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Everybody out there across the radio airwaves tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from, however you're tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. First and foremost, this is Free Speech with Moet. And, of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I A-M-M-O-E-T-T tt and y'all already know what i like to say at the start of each and every one of my shows is that i love all people whether you're black white asian hispanic whatever your race whatever your ethnicity whoever your people are wherever your people are wherever your people come from i love all people i just have a really deep-seated passion for my people because it is beyond time for us to adjust our crowns and get it together all right also if you have a topic or anything you would like discussed or you would like a shout out or anything definitely shoot me a text message leave me a voicemail 678-653-2024 that's 678-653-2024 now before i get into my short commercial break that's at the beginning of the show i just want to say happy mothers day to all the mothers out there even if you're just like a mother by whatever like by foster parenting or adopting or whatever that still makes you a mother even if you're just a part of a society where you're just uplifting the youth and different things like that thank you so much for your contributions to helping to bring up the next generation to helping to make sure that everyone is loved and nurtured and cared for so shouts out to you wonderful amazing beautiful mothers out there and happy mother's day all right so what i'm about to do right now is get into a short commercial break and then i'll be back in a moment do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoette at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IamMoette at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at LLMitchellArt at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at LLMitchellArt. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? Someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses Then head on over to www.iammoet.us. That's www.iammoet.us and book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot, so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting. And that's just the name of you. Book up for your next event and or project by visiting www.immoet.us. That's u s. Moet. Motivation over everything that trends. Hey, you! Yeah, you! Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet, that's I A M M O E T T, and make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, 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 there's one more. Head on over to YouTube, you know, YouTube.com, and type in Moet LLC, that's M O E T T. LLC, And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. All right, all right, all right. We are back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And, of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything. That's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. Now, the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about is... The election that we have, we have the primary election coming up on May the 24th, and the general election is scheduled for November the 8th. Now, in this election, we will be electing, well, in the primary election, we will be electing one member to the U.S. Senate in the general election for November the 8th, 2020, and the primary election is scheduled for May the 24th, as I previously stated. Now, the election will fill the Class 3 Senate seat held by Raphael Warnock, who took office in 2021. Now, we have general elections yearly in November for offices like the Senate, House of Representatives, and different things like that. Now, from there, I wanted to know, like, what's the difference between general and primary? So the primary election is used to decide who will represent the party in the general election. So it's basically like they appoint certain people to be able to run, like whether they're Democratic, Republican, liberal, whatever. They elect certain people within the organization. They'd be like, okay, so we're putting this is a viable candidate. We're putting them up to see who the people decide to be able to represent the party and then from that point then they go on to the general election now <clears throat> the primary ele- well i already talked about the primary election now but the general election we have a uh, an election for the president every four years y'all know that y'all know that because everybody show out to them elections every four years everybody show out to those elections which that is great that is great like we definitely should be showing up to be able to vote in regards to those different, different things like that. But also we have to start showing up to all of the elections. We have le- elections every year and it's this song, um, one of my youngest daughter's favorite songs. I forgot what the name of that artist was, but they basically talk about like how we have those elections and those people can be swapped out. Like they, you don't gotta wait that four year term or anything like that. They don't have like, they don't have certain terms they can just be there like in the house of Representatives, and senate and different things like that those people can actually just be in office for an indefinite period of time until they're voted out or they die so it's up to us if we don't like the way certain laws are being passed or certain things are going on it's up to us to know the candidates that are currently running for the office and see who we resonate with who we feel would be a better representation for us and then vote for that particular person in the time frame that we're supposed to be voting for them now in lieu of that outside of that like I've already submitted like to get my ballot in the mail and different stuff like that just so I could be able to I ain't got to go stand in no line and different things like that I could just be able to fill out my paperwork and mail it in but even outside of that like right now there is an issue where the supreme court yeah where the supreme court is trying to they're trying to overturn well they're considering overturning roe versus wade and basically for you guys that don't know if you don't know what roe versus wade is first of all get it together Because you should at least have a brief idea In regards to what it is Now basically in a nutshell It has to do with abortion rights Um, A woman's right to be able to choose Whether she wants to terminate a pregnancy Or not And unfortunately Now we're at a stage Where the Supreme Court is considering Overturning Roe versus Wade Which I feel like that would be Taking so many steps back Because that is so crazy Because at the end of the day, women fought hard for specific rights and the right to be able to choose. I know that it doesn't make people feel, it makes some people mad as, like it makes some people really upset like if a woman gets an abortion. But at the end of the day, I feel like a woman should have the right to choose. Now, she shouldn't have to make that decision on her own. She should talk with the person who is the other parent and they should come to a decision together. But what if a woman doesn't have that support system? What if a woman isn't able to talk to that other person or that other person is just like so super toxic totally negative not a good influence terrible person you don't want to be stuck to that person for the rest of your freaking life dude like honestly now i'm not going to say that's grounds to be terminating a pregnancy but i'm just saying like you got to think about those things but also you got those other people on the other hand that are just like well you knew what you was doing whenever you was messing around and different stuff like that like that's crazy as like yeah okay we get that all of that but one thing can't nobody say is that you ain't have no moments where you done had a slip up and you like ooh, and then you thankful that the girl didn't get pregnant you can't say that you ain't have them moment like that so honestly it's just like it's a matter of i feel like it's a matter of a woman's choice because it's her body she should have to choose and that that also goes hand in hand with women that are raped they didn't choose to be raped so you're gonna make this woman that got raped you're gonna make her sit there and have that baby to have to be reminded that causes so much type of trauma for the mom and for the kid even if she has the baby and she puts the baby up for adoption that creates so much trauma and so much mental issues and all of that that could be easily avoided but Outside of that, the following states will ban abortions in the event the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade. Those states include Idaho, Wyoming, Utah, Arizona, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, Missouri, Kentucky, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina and South Carolina now the following states currently have other bans on abortion like six week a six week rule and different things like that so basically what the six week rule is that if you want to get an abortion you have to get an abortion within the first six weeks and that's that's like really cutting it close but Those states include Arizona, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama. So, and whenever I was looking at this, I was, what? I didn't even know that Georgia had those. Well... I take that back. I take that back. I can't say that I didn't know that Georgia had those specific restrictions. I can say that I wasn't following up to see if Georgia went through with placing those ish- restrictions on abortion rights. I can say that because I know it was a time frame whenever it was like a toss up as to whether they were going to do it because they were trying to pass that law and different things like that. But apparently they actually went through with it and all of that stuff. So, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, it's about it's about to be some crazy stuff. Because can you imagine those the way those women handled things back then? The way those women handled things if they wanted to terminate a pregnancy that causes people to be going to do backdoor abortions and not having botched abortions and all type of stuff that puts their health at risk that puts all type of restrictions and different stuff like that and then that's going to put a lot of pressure on the other states because the other states are going to have to have a decision as to whether they allow other residents from the states that had those restrictions and have those bans on abortion if they're going to allow those people to be able to cross state borders into their state to actually get an abortion if that's something that they choose which I know I think it was like um Oregon or something like that it was I forgot what it was but whenever I was doing my research it was like two neighboring states one of the states had put a ban on abortion so the other state had um vamped up like their what is it their stimulus their Finances. I'm going to just say finances. They have vamped up their finances so that way they could be able to support the mothers that came in from the other states to be able to assist them with getting those things handled and getting their abortion and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. I just feel, honestly, I feel like it's, it's not good. Because we shouldn't be taking a step back in regards to this. We should be able to take a step forward. We should be moving forward. And this is going to set us back. Like, this is going to set us back decades. Because Roe versus Wade is a really old case. Back whenever we actually had to fight for rights as women. It's back whenever we had to freaking fight for all different type of rights as women. Equal pay, different things like that. Like, it's crazy. Crazy, but we'll see. We'll see. I know I keep saying that, but for real, we gonna see. Now, the next topic that I have for you guys is in regards to Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels died just this past week. He died. He was found in a hotel room. Was that a hotel room or an apartment? What was it? Hold on a second. I'm trying to see. I don't know, but I'm going to give y'all guys the facts. Yeah, it was an apartment. Okay. Well, he he was found dead. Um, I know people have mixed feelings in regards to Kevin Samuels. Um, some people feel like he degraded women. Some people feel like he just told the truth. People ain't know how to take it. What I will say in regards to him is that, I mean, I can resonate with both sides. Because some stuff that he said was like downright disrespectful like yo hold up like you ain't even got to go that far dog like chill out but some people sometimes he said stuff that was like okay yeah I get that like he was just blunt with it but a lot of stuff he said was disrespectful and degrading but nonetheless either way this man has lost his life and I send condolences to his family and everything like that because it's never easy losing anyone or anything um those people that actually follow him that is, is hitting them kind of hard. Like I send my condolences to you guys as well. Now in regards to the people, I, I got wind that some people are out here like celebrating his death and different things like that. First of all, that's, that ain't right. That is not right. I don't care if you didn't agree with the man or whatever. You don't be out here making a joke of someone dying and losing their life because that's crazy because for one i'm pretty sure that a majority of you guys are freaking couch potatoes that's that ain't that's just sitting around the house just want to put your two cents in about whatever now anyway let me give you guys the facts because you guys know i be running my mouth and everything now kevin samuels was known for his controversial relationship advice and there was rumors of his death first circulating on social media Thursday night and his mother had to learn of her son's death from social media. Now the Atlanta Police Department said officers were called to an apartment on East Paces Ferry Road Northeast on Thursday morning quote regarding a person injured end quote by the time police arrived first responders were performing cpr on an unresponsive samuels a woman in the apartment told officers that samuels had complained about chest pain and she attempted to help him but he failed so she called 911 and from that point he was taken to Piedmont hospital the fulton county medical examiner's office said in a press release that it performed an autopsy and a cause and manner of death are still pending. Now, Rolling Stone reported Samuel's age as 56. So he was 56 years old whenever he died. Some people are saying it was because of a heart attack. Um, people were saying different things. I mean, I guess we're going to wait for the autopsy report to see exactly what happened. Um, in regards to that we'll just see we'll see what happened but definitely I send my condolences to the family I send my condolences because it's never good for anyone losing their life and anyone that thinks this is a joke and takes it as a joke and is just laughing and kicking it up in regards to that like you wrong for that and you need to stop but anyway let me get into a commercial break and then I'll be back with more topics in a moment Have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at LLMitchellArt at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at LL Mitchell Art. that's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-Art, and check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at immoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's IMOET at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I am Moet. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube. You know, YouTube.com. And type in Moet LLC. That's M-O-E-T-T. L L C and hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show and we're back for those of you guys that are just tuning in this is free speech with Moet and of course I am Moet you can follow me everywhere on Instagram Twitter Snapchat anything that's anything that's i a m m o e t t that's i a m m o e t t real quick real quick If you want a shout out or you have a topic or anything you would like discussed, definitely shoot me a DM on my social media or shoot me a text message or leave me a voicemail at 678-653-2024. That's 678-653-2024. Now, this next topic comes from my mom, and it's in regards to the DCAP school renovation issues. Now, what is going on is basically, um, what's the name of the school? Druid Hills High School. Basically it's something that's going on in regards to Druid Hills High School. The students went viral with posting a video. The school is really really tore down. It looks okay from the outside but once you actually go in there and you see things they have like toilets wrapped up and different things like that. But anyway let me before I go too much into ranting and raving let me get into the facts. Now the DeKalb County's Board of Education fired their superintendent and swore in an interim, um, in, in interim superintendent. <laughs> I was about to—I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say something else. My words be like, <laughs> all right. So Georgia's top educational official is criticizing the move, calling it a quote-unquote step backward. Now the decap superintendent Cheryl Watson Harris was terminated. in meaning, <laughs> Jesus <Jeez, look. laughs> my words is getting all over the place today y'all gotta forgive me but I got this I got this alright now the decap superintendent Cheryl Watson Harris was terminated in the midst of of boiling tensions in the school district surrounding Druid Hills High Schools renovations now the Georgia Department of Education Superintendent Richard Woods is saying it does not address the concerns of the community now the state superintendent's initial letter was written to address the state of Druid Hills High students released a. N- a viral video of the campus condition showing sewage leaks, electrical issues, and even crumbling ceilings. Students and their families argued the school was on the priority list for renovations in 2022, but the school board voted to take it off in February. The Georgia Department of Education stepped in, sending an inspector, prompting the county leaders to bring up the issue again during its April- 18th school board meeting now the school board rejected a proposal to modernize the school now in regards to this first of all first of all if this school was initially on the priority list for renovations one why y'all took that school off y'all don't feel like those kids deserve a safe place to be able to to go to school because let me tell y'all I seen that video and everything I seen that video in regards to that school and I wouldn't dare send my kids to school there I promise you that y'all would be missing out on money in regards to the school being um, in regards to that going having the student there because my kid wouldn't be there because those kids gotta be careful on how they even like touch a pole or something because they gotta have signs up can you imagine how that sign was, oh, what was the student that or the person that initially got electrocuted for them to put a sign up that you can't touch specific poles or you're going to get electrocuted? Because they had to be somebody first that had touched it and then they was like zap and then they had to put a sign up. They got signs up where you got to be careful that you don't touch poles and different stuff within the school. They got all type of leaking stuff, stuff crumbling around them and different stuff like that. That is not a safe place for those students. And I wouldn't dare send my child there at all. So my question is, why were they taken off of the priority list in the first place. If they were on the priority list, they were on the priority list for a reason. So why did you guys decide to take them off the priority list? Then second thing, second thing, what where, where, where is the power of the Georgia department of education? Where what is y'all power? Y'all just, what y'all just make school curriculum or something? Because if y'all can't make a mandate for the schools to be able to do the renovations and the different things that they need to do then really what the is going on because across the board all the way those schools should be taken care of those schools shouldn't be shouldn't no school be looking crazy shouldn't no school be having messed up plumbing different things like that now i do understand that the budget isn't always big for schools and different things like that but that's whenever you guys need to try to figure out how you can allocate money to because let's be honest here you can't say that the powerball and the mega millions in the lottery and all of that stuff is getting up to what what's the highest it ain't got like 22 billion or something like that so you mean to tell me y'all got all of this money from the lottery people putting in the lottery and different things like that and y'all ain't got none of that money going to the schools where is the school money at for the for the schools for the students for the books, for the environment, all of that stuff. Where is the money for the schools? Cause there's no reason that these schools should be messed up at all. But my heart goes out to those families that have students that are going to that school because that school definitely needs, those, that school definitely needs renovations. That, I, I stand beside them on that. That school definitely needs renovations. It should have stayed on the priority list. Why it was taken off? I don't know. Why they ain't, they decided not to modernize it? I don't know. Maybe because it would have gave them some downtime or whatever, but that's whenever you guys come together. Come on now, y'all a school. Y'all supposed to be coming together to creatively think of a way that y'all could be able to change things around and make things better for the school, for the students. Like, okay, you got a problem? Y'all teach problem-solving all the time in school. You teach problem-solving, so you have a problem. Even if you guys got to shut down the school, okay, allocate those kids to go to a different school. It might not be efficient for all parents and all of that. I get that. I understand that. But y'all need to create a bus route, different things like that. Get with these schools. Y'all need to create a game plan, whether y'all going to rent out some trailers, y'all going to rent out some um office spaces different stuff like that for these kids to be able to go to school different stuff like that while y'all are renovating the school because this school needs to be renovated period and another thing during the summertime st- students not even at the school during the summertime so why aren't y'all doing the renovations during the summer to make the school look better y'all you know what Let me breathe because <laughs> I be getting irritated. Like some stuff just be pissing me off, like for real, because it's so stupid to me. It is so stupid to me. But, and I know a lot of people be like, well, I am just homeschooling your kids. Um, first of all, some of us don't have the patience that a teacher has. I'm be honest, I'm not one of those people that got the patience that a teacher has to be trying to sit up here and teach, and teach my kids to do this and that and, and ABCs. Like I'm, I can teach them some things I could teach them certain things, but in reference to making a whole curriculum and different things like that, like, yes, I am in the coaching space and I'm, I can coach people to be able to do better, motivate people to be able to do better in life and different things like that. But as far as actually sitting down, making a curriculum to be able to, like have my child's future on my hands in reference to how they learn the different things like yo like no I'm not in reference to black history oh yeah I'm gonna make sure that they know about our history you can best believe that I'm gonna make sure I let them know about that now for real but in regards to like the English and different and math and all of that stuff first of all I didn't go to school to specialize in these freaking math questions and stuff like that that they is doing in this day and age At certain like bro check this out no I love math yes I do but (laughs) I did not go to school for this those teachers went to school to teach so that is their job but at the end of the day, I done got sidetracked because my ADD done kicked in while I was running my freaking mouth. <laughs> but for real, like, we gotta get it together. But outside of that, um, <laughs> the, like, for those parents that can homeschool, that is great. Awesome. Do your thing. Shouts out to you. You got this. You know what I'm saying? As for me, I'm not one of those. Like, even whenever my my kids were doing e-learning, like, following through. Man, I get so irritated having to sit there and follow through. And then they sitting there acting like they ain't got. Look, check this out. I ain't finna keep going over the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. No. Anyway. (laughs) Let me move on. Move on. Now, this next topic is gonna be pretty lengthy. It's gonna be pretty lengthy. Um, I'm gonna try to get through it uh by the time within this allotted time frame before it's time for my interview. I'm gonna try to get through it, but in case I don't, I y'all know I'll just follow up with it tomorrow. Now, so I ran across this article and it struck me because the title said police in the U.S. killed 164 black people in the first eight months of 2020. Now, first of all, I was like, wow, holy smacks. That's crazy. Like, I know we talked about, like, y'all know a lot of times the deaths, it's so many deaths that are cure. In our communities and different things like that but the only ones that we really talk about are the ones that are consistently widespread that are like posted on social media or have videos and different things like that but really that is only that's not even scratching the surface on how many people have actually lost their lives um in our community now this list of names and cases of black men and women were killed by police from May through August 2020. Now there's another list for the January, for the January through April. I didn't go and look at that list. I only looked at the list for the May through August. Now, <clears throat> the first one is Dreads. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be pronouncing some of these names very wrong. So if you a family member of somebody that it's is on this list, or something like that, and I pronounced the name wrong, don't charge it to my heart. Please don't, because I'm just, I'm trying. Now, the first name is Dredge, Dredge John, quote, unquote, Sean Don Reed. He died on May the 6th, 2020, in Indianapolis, Indiana. He was 21 years old. He was fatally shot by Indianapolis metropolitan police now the police said the encounter began with when officers saw reed driving recklessly reed later parked and ran away from the car prompting an officer to chase after him police said the officer tried to use a stun gun on reed but that it was ineffective An altercation ensued, and the officer shot Reed, who is pronounced dead at the scene. Police said they recovered a loaded gun near Reed that had been fired at least once, but the family denies the claim. Now, first of all, I don't know all the facts in regards to this case and different things like that, but I do know, like, sometimes officers will, like, plant evidence and different stuff like that. Like, y'all seen it on, on the movies and different stuff like that. Where they'll act like, oh, well, we got to make it look like they had something. So we had a reason to shoot them. And you know what? Let me continue on. Because honestly, part of it was caught on a Facebook Live um, from Reed's phone. Now, there were more than a dozen shots heard. Different things like that. I didn't watch the Live. I haven't seen a video or anything like that. I just know the information that I see here. And... It's just crazy that this, it's, it's just crazy. Let me continue on. The next one is Malcolm Milky Xavier Ray Williams. He died on April the 29th in Jeffersonville, Indiana. He was 27 years old, and he was fatally shot by an Indiana State Police probationary trooper following a traffic stop. Now, Williams was a passenger in a vehicle that the trooper pulled over for not having tail taillights on. And the trooper called for an ambulance because they said the female driver was experiencing possible labor pains. Police said that the trooper was talking to Williams when he grabbed a gun from the glove box and fired at the trooper. Now, the officer then returned fire. Police said Williams fired three shots and the trooper fired six. All of the officers shot hit Williams at close range, including four that hit him in the back. Now, first of all, first of all, the things that stick out to me in regards to this is that, okay, you saying, saying that this man fired three shots but y'all fired six. First of all why y'all firing double the amount of shots that he fired second of all y'all saying the shots hit the man at close range and four hit him in the back so how y'all shoot him two in the front four in the back how that work how does that work make it make sense yeah it don't make sense to me either next we got brent andrew martin who died on may the 1st in little rock arkansas he was 32 years old and was killed by police who were investigating the house after a report was made that a woman who lived there did not feel safe with Martin present. Officers said that they tried to communicate with Brent from outside of the house while they waited for SWAT officers to arrive. Multiple officers forced their way into the home after they said they heard gunshots. Now, they also said that Brent shot at the officers and two of them returned fire. Brent was pronounced dead at the scene and according to police, he was holding an 11-year-old hostage when the police arrived and he had shot the boy prior to the police entering and the boy later died at the hospital now the next one is William Lamont DeBose he died on May the 1st he was 21 years old he was killed by a Denver police officer who was conducting a traffic stop the police body camera footage shows Debose. Running away from the stop, when the officer chased him, footage shows that William took out what is believed to be a a gun and pointed it at the officer. And the officer proceeded to shoot William in the leg and chest. First of all, why y'all shoot him in the leg and the chest? I thought it was just the thing to shoot the people in the leg so that way it's like, boom, it take them down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it take them down. It, you, y'all you be shooting to kill, for real. Y'all Y'all don't be practicing these safe protocols and stuff like that that y'all talk about so much that y'all have in the academy and different things like that. Like, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that every stop is like that. I'm just saying these are the incidents that were reported in 2020 between May and August. Now, in regards to that, that's just... We'll see. I'm talking about we'll see. We already be seeing that they don't be doing nothing. But let's see. The next one is Saeed Joquin. He died on May the 1st, and he was 26 years old, and he was fatally shot by Lakewood police during a traffic stop. The officer who shot Joquin said he believed that he was reaching for a gun on the floor of his vehicle and that was first of all whenever people reach for anything you don't you don't know what they're reaching for and people have to be careful in regards to whatever it is that they're doing now what i'm going to do is get into a short commercial break and then i'll be back with you guys in a moment Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moette at at gmail.com that's i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t at gmail.com she will get your business description budget and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business that's iammoett at gmail.com i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t at gmail.com get your commercial and get in front of more people today please understand Please understand. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in I-M-O-E. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T and make sure you hit that follow button wait 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 there's one more head on over to youtube you know youtube.com and type in Moet llc that's m-o-e-t-t-l-l-c and hit that subscribe button i post videos every monday and wednesday so get inspired and check out some dope content you got all that (laughs) good now let's get back to the show And we're back for those of you guys that just Jesus. <laughs> I be losing my train of thought. Okay. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in. This is Free Speech with Moet. And of course, I am Moet. You can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Anything that's anything. That's I A M M O E T T. That's I A M M O E T T. All right. Now <clears throat> I'm going over the topic of the deaths that I'm trying to get through these. I'm probably not going to get through all of these. I'm not going to lie. Um, I got about 15 minutes and then I have an interview that's coming up with Israel United in Christ. Um, they have some representatives here that we're going to talk about different things in their community, different things in their organization, and different things like that. Now, The topic that I'm going through are the deaths of black men and women at the hands of police officers between May and August 2020. Now, the next person that I have on the list is DeMontre Bruner, who died on May the 4th in Muskegee, Oklahoma. He was 21 years old and killed by Muskegee police who were responding to an anonymous tip of Bruner's location. Now, he was suspected of... He was suspected of murder. So I guess that means he was a suspect. (laughs) He was a suspect for murder. It's not funny, but I just, y'all know. Now, police said that when they tried to arrest him, he ran away and shot at the officers. Now, he allegedly hid behind trash cans outside of someone's house, and police said he shot at officers once they tracked him again, and the officers returned fire. Now, the police said they found a gun next to him, and he died at the hospital. The next person on the list is Josh Landy Hodge, who died on May the 5th. He was 21 years old. He was fatally shot by St. Cloud police after he allegedly stabbed and beat a nine-year-old girl. Body camera footage shows Hodge shirtless and covered in blood, walking toward a patrol car before charging at the officer. Now, the officer shot at Hodge four times, which caused him to fall to the ground. Now, in regards to this, some of these, some of these people were doing bad things. So some of these people, I'm not going to say that their, their names shouldn't be on the list. And I'm not going to say that they should have lost their lives. I feel like they shouldn't have lost their lives, but they definitely should have been convicted of the crimes that they were being that they had committed and different things like that. But you guys didn't give them the opportunity to go through due process because you guys just ended their life point blank period. Like, honestly, a lot of these instances and a lot of these cases, you guys shot these people multiple times, multiple times, whenever you're supposed to just, first of all, you're supposed to shoot the injure to bring the people down, not shoot to murder or shoot to kill. But anyway, Anyway, let me continue on because y'all know I'll be getting real serious whenever it comes to specific stuff. And I'll be going on a whole tangent. Now, the next person on the list is Quavon Webb, who died on May the 5th in Webster Groves, Missouri. He was 23 years old and he was shot and killed by a Webster Groves police officer who has stopped to help. Who he thought was a stranded motorist on the interstate. Police said that an officer got out of his patrol car to help Quavon and who had been parked along the interstate and Quavon allegedly shot at the officer who then returned fire. Both Quavon and the officer were shot several times and Quavon died at the scene. Now, in regards to this, like a lot of these things a lot of these instances, first of all, whenever it comes to people portraying, like y'all already know, like now you can't even, whereas we used to be able to stop on the side of the road and help people, or we used to be able to give somebody a ride that we saw walking and everything like that. This world is so crazy these days is now because you can't even stop and help nobody that you see because it's like, you don't know. It might be a setup. Even now, people are going so far as to hit your car for you to get out, for them to be able to kidnap you. And that is crazy. This world is getting so crazy these days that you can't even get out of your vehicle if you're hit you got to wait for the officers and stuff to arrive at the scene because you got to be worried about if you're going to be kidnapped or not or if something else is going to transpire somebody going to rob you or somebody going to steal your car or different things like that it's so crazy that all of these things are going on in the world now so we really definitely got to be careful in regards to this stuff we got to be careful in regards to this stuff and for those people that are out here doing these things like in regards to this young man that that was wrong because it basically sounded like it was a setup he was just purposely parked there waiting on somebody to come like first of all what we need to do being that we are working on We're still working on relationships in regards to the police and different things like that. What we don't need to be doing is adding fuel to the fire, creating a setup and a setup scenario and different things like that. Because for one, that's why a lot of those officers have been on hinge. First of all, first of all, I say it like I always say it again and again. First of all, the policing system was never created for us. Honestly. It was never created for us but what i feel like is that the whole system needs to be stripped down and remade and all of that stuff so, so that way we can make sure that we have the right things but a lot of times also it's not every encounter that's like oh my gosh this is so bad but yes we talk about those things that have happened because it's important to talk about those things that have happened because we're not gonna pretend like it ain't happened just like we talk about whenever the police do something good for the community and different things like that if you up you uh, period if you messed up you messed up period and we're gonna talk about it yes we're gonna talk about the things that you did good but we ain't gonna forget about the things that you did bad either because at the end of the day you got you got brothers that have died Somebody brother, somebody son, somebody father, somebody daughter, somebody sister, somebody's child, somebody's significant other, somebody's sibling has died at the hands of policing. So that's what we're here in regards to talk about. And that's why we talk about these things in regards to that. Now, <clears throat> the next name on the list is Finan H, Finan H. Berhey. Berhey died on May the 7th in Silver Spring, Maryland. He was 30 years old and fatally shot by a Montgomery County police sergeant who said he was responding to a call that a man threw a rock at a neighbor's window and told them to call the police. Now, the police said that the sergeant confronted Finan in a residential parking lot and fired the first of at least five shots roughly a minute after he got out of the co- patrol car now footage shows Finan running toward the officer when the officer told him to put down a knife he was holding Finan backed away when the officer pointed his gun and started running toward the officer again and the officer opened fire causing him to fall and drop the knife and he died at the hospital the next name on the list is McHale Rose and they died on May the 7th in Indianapolis, Indiana. He was 19 years old and fatally shot by Indianapolis Metropolitan Police who said they were investigating a burglary in process at an apartment, and the police said that when four officers arrived at the scene, the suspected burglary rose standing... Whenever the officers arrived at the scene of the suspected burglary, rose... Rose was standing outside of an apartment and shot at them with a rifle. And the police then shot him. Now, the next name on the list is Adrian Medeiros. Medeiros, And they died on May the 8th in Houston, Texas. And he was 48 years old and fatally shot by a Houston police officer who said he pulled Medeiros over after suspecting him of drunk driving the houston police department said the officer pulled adrian over for speeding and conducted a field sobriety test when the officer tried to arrest adrian police said that he allegedly resisted and grabbed the officer's taser now the officer then shot adrian four times hitting him twice first of all if he grabbed your taser why you shoot him four times that's that's crazy that's, that's overkill to me. You shooting at him four times and you talking about you hit him twice. That's, that's absurd to me. It's, it's the craziness for me. Next, the next name on the list is Yasin Muhammad who died on May the 9th in Claxton, Georgia. He was 47 years old and he was fatally shot by an Evans County deputy who said he was responding to reports that Yasin was walking in the middle of the road. Now when the deputy arrived, Yasin allegedly fled and then threw rocks at the deputy hitting him once. The police said that Yasin then charged at the deputy with a larger rock at which point the deputy shot him. Now he was pronounced dead at the scene. First of all, if these people got a rock and y'all got a gun why is y'all shooting them like that? That is crazy to me. Y'all shot this man because he had a rock and you had a gun. And he was running at you with a rock. So you decided to shoot. They ain't teaching y'all karate in police academy and stuff. I don't, that's what I don't understand. Now the next name on the list is David Tyleek Atkinson. He died on May the 13th in Raleigh, North Carolina. He was 24 years old, and he was fatally shot by Raleigh police officers who confronted him while responding to an armed robbery. Officers were told that David fled on foot and found him standing in a parking lot near where the robbery took place. And the police said that David shot an officer in the chest, which was stopped by a vest. Y'all know they be having the bulletproof vest. So it was stopped by a bulletproof vest and the officer then returned fire and David fled while still holding the gun at the officer. And a second officer fired at David as he ran and the initial officer then shot him who fell to the ground and later died at the hospital. Now, for that, this is what I'm going to do. I still have a whole lot more names on this list. So we're going to get back to this list next week we're gonna get back to this list next week we have a whole lot more names to go over and different instances like that what I'll do is go through see which ones is which and different things like that and we'll get back to it but what I'm gonna do right now is get into a short commercial break as I prepare for my interview and whenever we get back then we're gonna be getting into the interview all right I'll be back in a moment do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs contact Moet at immoet at gmail.com That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's I M O E T at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. You have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart@gmail.com. at gmail.com that's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com with a degree in art and illustration she can bring your visions to life Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at LL Mitchell Art. that's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-Art, and check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses, then head on over to www.iammoet.us. That's www.iammoet.us and book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot, so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting, and that's just the name of few. Book her for your next event and/or project by visiting www.imoet.us. That's www.i Moet. Motivation over everything that trends. Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at IamMoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's I-A-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart at gmail.com. That's L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L art at gmail.com. With a degree in art and illustration, she can bring your visions to life. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at LL Mitchell Art. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-Art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. Need someone that can brighten up your event just by walking into the room? someone that is very personable and can motivate the masses, then head on over to www.immoet.us. That's www.i-a-m-m-o-e-t-t.us, and book Moet to speak at and or attend your next event. Moet is a beautiful model with a strong passion to motivate the masses. She's been through a lot, so she can relate to a lot. Her skills include motivational speaking, modeling, and hosting. And that's just to name a few. Book her for your next event and or project by visiting www.imoet.us. That's .us. Moet. Motivation over everything that trends. Do you have a small business that you're looking to get off the ground? Feel some added promotion will get you the recognition that you need? Take matters into your own hands and get your very own customized commercial made that's tailored to your business needs. Contact Moet at immoet at gmail.com. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. She will get your business description, budget, and the message you want to convey and develop a customized commercial just for you and your business. That's I-M-O-E-T at gmail.com. I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T at gmail.com. Get your commercial and get in front of more people today. Please understand. Please understand. Do you have a project that you're working on that can be enhanced by some visual graphics? Working on a book and or video game and need your characters illustrated? Contact Lyanna Mitchell at llmitchellart@gmail.com. at gmail.com that's l-l-m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l-art at gmail.com with a degree in art and illustration she can bring your visions to life follow her on Instagram and Twitter at LL Mitchell Art. That's at L-L-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L Art. And check out her work today. Book Lyanna Mitchell for your concept art and illustration. You? Yeah, you! Listening to this radio right now. Have you followed me on all social media platforms yet? Well, go ahead and hop on your Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Type in Moet. That's I A M M O E T T. And make sure you hit that follow button. Wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Head on over to YouTube. You know, YouTube.com. And type in Moet LLC. That's M-O-E-T-T-L-L-C. And hit that subscribe button. I post videos every Monday and Wednesday. So get inspired and check out some dope content. You got all that? <laughs> Good. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. For those of you guys that are just tuning in, this is Free Speech with Moet. And my name is Moette. Of course, you can follow me everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything that's anything. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. That's I-A-M-M-O-E-T-T. All right, y'all. So, y'all know, I be having some interviews up in here sometimes. I just started scheduling my interviews. I just had some people. So, today, I have Israel United in Christ, right? That's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Israel United in Christ. What I'm going to do is allow them to go through one by one and introduce themselves and tell you where you can find them and different stuff like that. So my man right here.
0: I'm Elisha Israel. Soraya Israel. Kanae Israel.
1: Okay. And where they can find you at?
0: Uh We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And you can look us up on IsraelUnite.org website. But the, the social media is at IUIC, right?
2: At Israel United
0: in Christ. Israel United in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: we also have our own streaming service at iuic.tv that's
2: it iuic.tv yep.
1: oh nice and where where can they find that at like on roku or what yes, yeah okay that's yep. pretty cool that's pretty roku, cool
2: amazon tv all that
1: okay yep. that's dope so what is the name of you guys's organization and how long have you guys been around
0: israel united christ that's the name of it we've been around since 2003
1: since 2003
0: since 2003.
1: And where was it originated?
0: It was originated in the city of New York.
1: Okay. Right? And now we have
0: various um, small groups um, located nationwide, worldwide,
1: actually. So yeah, we I'm have one it.
0: here. Check, check. You hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we have one here as well in Georgia, uh, based in Riverdale, Georgia. But we have multiple uh, smaller schools nationwide and worldwide.
1: Okay, that's pretty dope. And what is it that you guys do specifically? Like, what is the purpose, like the mission, the goal?
0: The mission is to show our people who they truly are, all right? What we do, we are a Bible-based group. And what we're doing is we're teaching our people their true nationality. Many of us would say that we're black Americans, we're Jamaicans, we're Haitians, Puerto Ricans. But those are not our true names. That's not our true nationality. The Bible gives us our true names, okay? That's why you hence the name Israel United in Christ. The Bible is based upon a group named the Israelites, right? And those people are the chosen people of God. Now, the Lord has spoken to that group and told them that, listen... You have two options. You can either keep my commandments or break them. And if you decide to break my commandments, you're going to go through certain atrocities, right? Certain, um, oppressions. And that's what's happening to a certain group of people. Many of us, we don't know who that is, but the Bible explains it specifically who that people is. So that's what we're trying to do right now. We're trying to show our people that true nationality. Okay, right.
1: okay. And like, where, where was that concept? formalized like where did the concept come from in regards to that because i know you guys said that y'all started in like 2003 Mm -hmm. like where was the concept in regards to the formation and different things
2: so the concept has been around for many many years many decades um the organization started in 2003 but prior to that there were other churches that taught this other schools and it began to evolve into this movement as as you see today so um the the understanding of who we are it was taken from us through slavery and oppression. And now, you know, due to biblical prophecy, we're finding out who we really are again. And those things are being shown, uh, you know, through the spirit of these men here. So, um, the concept has been around for a long time, but it's coming back to the members of our people now.
1: Okay. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. What other questions I have? I wrote down a couple of questions. I be skipping all over the place because I just be, hey. So let's see. So what do all do you guys do in the community and different things like that?
2: I'll let you go. Yeah.
0: That's a good question, right? The first and foremost thing that we do each and every day is we have to go out and show our people who they truly are. That's the basis of what we do. Because the reasons why we have – because – I'm sure that you are aware that our people are going through a lot of negative things, right? Fair. Oppressions. Right. And many of us were trying different things, but it's not working out. Right. We try to march. We try to vote. uh, We trying churches. We try education with school and colleges, but nothing seems to work for us. So our first, our foundation objective is to first, you got to sort of people who they are. And once you once you realize who they are in the Bible, then you will know why they're going through the certain things that, that they are going through, okay? So that's the first and foremost thing. Once we get the people to realize that and to recognize who they are, we teach them their true customs, their traditions, what they should be doing, right? And then we build up our people within our schools, okay? Then we go out, we build them up, and we make sure that uh, they are establishing families, uh, uh, um, families and things of that nature. Okay. We also go out into the communities and we actually help in certain ways, like today. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we cleaned up, um, several spots today. Okay. Because we have noticed that the places that we go is trashy. It looks uh. bad. Right. Mm-hmm. So this morning, we had a group of our people to go out there and to clean up the communities. That's, that's one thing that we did just today. About 30 people, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's really yeah,
0: we dope. We, we, do, we do food drives.
3: We do cleanups. We, we do a lot of things. Well, and, and in addition to those things, uh, as he mentioned, once you get the attention of the man, because the nation is led by the man, the woman, she's going to follow what the man does if he's if he's leading the right way. And so with those are the things we instruct the man on how to be, like how he's been mentioned this entire time, We the identity that we ha- are supposed to have. We've lost that through time, and the only way we're going to get it back is realizing that our identity has always been in the Bible this entire time. Most of the history that we understand, we can say we go back to slavery. That's about as far back as our people can go, but there's a lot more that's pertinent to our history before slavery. So a lot of those things we've lost, and so Mm -hmm. that's a part of what we do. So we use the cleanups we use the food pantries we use these other things to get the attention of the men and say hey listen okay the bible it holds you to a standard as a man for example the bible says that a man shouldn't even be considering having a wife unless he's prepared. he has a job he has to take care of her food her clothes like that is his responsibility as a man but unfortunately today we see a lot of guys that they don't they don't want to work as much or it's it's so much like the order of a household has been turned upside down so now you have the position to wear Women are playing the role of men, and vice versa. Men are playing the role of women. And so what we're trying to do is to turn it back the right side up. So we use those community outreaches, those different programs, to get the attention of the men. To say, hey, you got to come back to your true heritage."
1: Okay, okay. Now, in regards to that, how are you guys, um, how do you guys handle the youth? Like, with the youth, do you guys have, like, different youth programs? Mm -hmm. Yes, Um, we we
3: have a specific program called the Young Men of Valor. Uh, that program, it's geared towards. If I'm not mistaken, I think the age group is, what about 13 to 13 or, or lower? I yes. forget the age, the mm-hmm. age group. But yeah. we have a lot of a lot of family. A lot of the men they get together with these young guys, take them fishing, take them hunting, take them take them on walks, take them on hikes, and they spend that time. It's it's our version of the Boy Scouts, basically. Okay. Um, but it's they get to see positive black men doing these things, because predominantly when you see the Boy Scouts, it's a lot of white people. Our organization, it specifically gears its programs and everything directly to the black, Hispanic, and Native American men. Because contrary to popular belief, we're all the same people. When I say all, I mean blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. And so you have to look at the, 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 the culture shock that you would get when you see strong, prominent black men teaching you how to fish, giving you life's blessings. Unfortunately, a lot of our brothers don't have that ability to grow up with their fathers. And so we understand that. And so we specifically gear that that program towards those young gentlemen.
1: Okay. And what do you guys have, like, different programs for, like, single people, married people? Do you have, like, Mm -hmm. different things like that?
3: We do. We do. Uh, And it's funny because uh, the way, how do I say this? The Bible gives a very specific way that a man and a woman should should behave, if you will. Um, The problem that you run into when it comes to relationship, all relationships start off visually. You have to at least have some type of a physical attraction to the person. Uh, can, can we, can we, do you mind if we get Bible verses?
1: I don't mind.
3: Let's, 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 let's get to real quick. And, and the reason why I say that is because everything that we do, it comes out of the Bible. So it's not just our words. It's not what we think, what we believe. If we say we believe in God, then why not use God's words? And there's literally, there's not a situation that you can think of off the top of your head that's not found in the Bible. Specifically, watch this. It's
2: the book of Sirach chapter 6 and verse 7. If thou wouldest get a friend, prove him first. Now
3: it says to prove that person first, right? Keep reading.
2: And be not hasty to credit him.
3: And that's the point. It says to prove a friend first and don't be hasty to give credit. How many times have you seen in relationships and I'm more specifically speaking about our brothers and our sisters? Because for example, you look at you look at World Star. It's predominantly our people and it's a predominantly a lot of foolishness. Yep. You listen to our music. We are the only nation of people in the entire world that has music that degrades the women and it's celebrated. So it says to prove a friend first and don't be so hasty to give that person credit. How many times have you heard a woman complain about ninjas? That ain't no good, Mm -hmm. right? But if you take the time to actually get to learn the guy, don't be so freely giving of your, uh, yourself. How much more would you be able to learn about a person before you put yourself in a potentially compromised position? Well, our people don't do that. It's, it's all promiscuity. It's all dance, I gotta do this, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta live my life. I gotta, well, you only live once. And so with that mindset, it's destroying our people because it's promoting promiscuity. Promiscuity is creating single parent households because the man and the woman didn't like each other in the first place. They just hooked up for the specific purpose of enjoying that pleasure now you've destroyed the father's life, you've destroyed the woman's life, you've destroyed the child's life. All because we didn't want to follow that one scripture. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So,
2: so well, a lot. you gonna say something?
0: Do you know why we go to the scriptures when we answer questions? No. One scripture real fast. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15. If you notice, we're not gonna give you our own version of, you know, of, of answers. You may you will ask us, hey, what do you believe in this? What's your take on this? And we're going to give you scripture. The reason why is because for many years, we tried it our own way, and it did not work. God gave us his own way of doing things for us, particularly our nation, the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. He said, listen, if you follow what I tell you to do, you'll be good. But we have neglected that and went off from that said, so you know what? I don't really like what this Bible is saying but there are instructions in here that will make our life successful read that on real fast
2: this is second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. Uh-huh. all scripture is given by inspiration of god so i know
0: you may have heard at times that they'll say oh this is a white man's book or this is not true this is a fairy tale but god said that all these scriptures are inspiration of god the one who made the heaven and earth gave us these scriptures he said listen you do what I tell you to do and and then you will be above all nations. You'll be the wisest of all nations. All you gotta do is follow what I say do, you know.
2: And is profitable for doctrine uh-huh. for reproof. For reproof. For correction. For correction. For instruction in righteousness. See that
0: the scriptures are to instruct us on how to live life. So that goes into your marriages, that goes into your youth, that goes into that goes into your dietary law, your dress codes. All of that goes into the the scripture give us instructions on how to live life and how we should deal with one another as a nation of people. So that's why you were asked for something, we're going to go here. Okay? Mm-hmm. I just
2: want to make that clear. All praise. Yeah, I was good. what I was going to say was um, a lot of what we teach is based around family. Because we understand that before there's ever a nation of people, it begins with a family unit, right? And that family being in order. You have, you have God above all, Christ, man, women, children, and each one of those pieces granularly, like, you know, individually make up a nation. So what we teach is based, is biblically based, and we, we reestablish that family. Because through Jim Crow, through slavery, through oppression, all the things that we've, all the atrocities we've gone through as a nation, that family structure has been stripped from us. And you see today, we have a lot of single parent households, um, homosexuality is very prominent in our communities, which it does eliminate the the family structure. All those things have been placed in our communities to help destroy us. I'm, I'm going to read something for you real quick. This is chapter, Psalms chapter uh, 83 and verse
3: 3. Psalms chapter 83, verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people.
2: So this is going into the other nations right here. It's talking about them being the other nations. They've taken crafty counsel against God's people. Read on and consulted against thy hidden ones.
3: Mm-hmm. They have said, "Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation."
2: You see that right there. So part of their counsel was to stop us from growing as a nation. So we are coming together. This organization is really an organized nation. We're coming together to reorganize the nation, because all the nations they understand that if we can stop, uh, you know, power in our community through, you know, having the family unit and raising righteous children and stopping black. Women. I heard you in here talking earlier about. The you know the black on black crime that we go through and the the, the maybe not black on black crimes but like the atrocities the, the murders that happen if they can stop that from happening we'll flourish as a nation so we're we're, we're bringing civility back to our people with God's laws Rita?
3: And that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance mm-hmm. for they have consulted together with one consent
2: so that's their idea that we no longer know ourselves as Israel we call ourselves black Hispanic Native American we act. We act divided when we're really all the same people. We all go through the same atrocities. And it, what you find is that the reason why this Bible is so powerful is because God prophesied about these things that were going to happen to us thousands of years. Slavery, slave ships happened to our people. Um, uh, picking cotton, all that, all, all the things, uh, police brutality, black on black crime. That's all prophesied in this Bible, but it's never been taught to us. It's been hidden from us, and we've we've basically been on the guise of Christianity and how they taught the Bible. When you really read this Bible, it's a black man's book. Jesus Christ died the blackest death ever. He was killed by his own people for doing nothing but good. He was publicly humiliated. So you can see, as you read this book, so much of the Bible lines up with our people, but we don't take the time to actually sit down and say, you know what, let me actually pay attention and maybe adopt and and, and implement what God says to implement in our lives. And, that, and that's what you see here. Uh, Officer Alicia was bringing up earlier how we have we have churches all over the world. At this point, we're in almost all seven continents. We have multiple churches in Africa, uh, all over Europe, all over North, Central America, uh, North America, Central America. I miss anywhere. Asia, we have a church in Japan. Um, and we're all teaching the same thing. So we have to come under one mind, one body, one spirit, and that's God's laws in teaching nationality and how to come back to the Most High God.
1: OK. Now, in regards to this, um, I know you mentioned something in regards to, like, Christianity. So what is the difference between you guys and Christianity?
2: So it's a, it's a big difference. So Christians, they reference the Bible, but they don't actually do what's said in the Bible. I'll give you an example. Today's Mother's Day. You don't read about Mother's Day anywhere in the Bible. In fact, the Bible actually condemns celebrating Mother's Day. It's idolatry. A lot of people don't realize, but when they're celebrating Mother's Day, not all actually all of these holidays that we celebrate, Christmas, Mother's Day, um, Father's Day, Easter, it's all based around idolatry and pagan customs. Today is actually the Day of Simon. Have you ever heard of it before? No. Never heard of it, right? Mm-mm. You can find that in the Bible. So what we do is we actually search the scriptures, and we find the days that God said to keep, and we say, okay, this day is on this month, on this day, where they keep those days. Most of the days that you celebrate today are all, they're all man-made holidays. You know? So, the, the, the main difference between us and Christians, we, we believe in Christ, but we believe that Christ is a black man, and he died for the nation of Israel. We also believe in keeping God's law, statutes, and commandments. All the laws in
1: the Bible we keep. Okay. Now, also in regards to that, so what is the difference between y'all and Jehovah Witnesses? Because Jehovah Witnesses don't celebrate holidays either.
2: Right. We celebrate holidays.
0: With Jehovah Witnesses, right? they believe that all nations are included within these scriptures. The Bible is exclusive to one nation of people and that's speaking about the Israelites. From Genesis all the way to Revelation, it's speaking about the Israelites. That's the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You heard that name before, right? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. That lineage is who the Lord deals with specifically. The other nations are just that, the other nations but the Lord has dealt with the Israelites specifically. So I know that's one thing that we, we differ in. Okay. Yes. They may keep some of the, the, the Holy days within the scriptures, but they're not doing it fully. Right. Okay. So they have certain pieces, bits and pieces of the scriptures, but, but fully they're not, they're not following the Bible fully.
3: Okay. And, and, and and, and that can actually be proven because we could compare what the Bible teaches with any other religious group that that exists today. And one thing that you'll find is that there is not a religious organization that exists today that can explain everything about the plight of black people. Like this book goes into a lot of detail, and I'm going to share some of it with you, but there's not another religious group that exists that can explain why we had to go into slavery. That could, and all of those things are relative to your topic today because your topic is talking about the state of black America, right, or, or black people, or the black community, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, what is, a, what is a community? It's common unity, right? But the common unity is that, as we mentioned earlier, blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, are, they, they are the children of Israel. And we can actually prove it. And, and I'm, I'm going to give you an example because... Think about culture, for example. Like we, we counsel culture is, is pretty popular right now, right? So when some somebody says something that's against the norm or, or, or why it's it's not like widespread, then you want to counsel that person. But what exactly is culture, right? Culture is it's the foods that you eat, it's the clothes that you wear, it's how men treat their wives or how, how they're trained to treat their wives. It's why do I have to do this? Why everything that makes you as a people, that makes you who you are, that is a part of your culture. The Bible teaches us what to wear bible teaches us what to eat it literally you literally don't have to think all we have to do is follow exactly what it says now watch i'm going to prove to you now that it's only for our people watch deuteronomy 28 and verse 15 can you read
2: it from me real quick yes sir deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 15 but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the lord thy god To observe to do all his commandments and his statues which I command thee this day That all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee Now remember
3: the topic for your your, your show today is the state of the black community So this scripture says that Now let's assume that we don't know who this is talking about right Because what we're saying How how do we know that we can be sure This scripture in particular says That if you make a choice to not listen to God Bad things are going to happen to you Very simply put Verse 32
2: verse 32 thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people
3: your sons and your daughters are going to be given to another people okay
2: and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long and there shall be no might in thine hand
3: so not only are your sons and your daughters going to be given to other people but you're not going to have any power to do anything about it Hmm. Read verse 48 and and i'm just kind of skipping around because this from verse 16 all the way down to 68, lists a bunch of different curses that were going to happen to a specific group of people, okay? Your sons and your daughters are going to be given to another group of people, and there's not going to be anything that you can do about it to stop it, right? Keep reading. Verse 48.
2: Verse 48. Therefore thou, sh- therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies.
3: Serve your enemies. So wait, so wait. If, if I'm serving my enemy, then that means that there we have ops. We have people that oppose us, which by default means that it can't. We can't all be one and we can't all be love Because the scripture literally says that Whoever this group of people is has an enemy Okay keep reading
2: Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, enemies. Which the Lord shall send against thee mm-hmm. In hunger so You have to
3: serve your enemies in hunger
2: And in thirst And in, thirst, and in nakedness mm-hmm. And in want of all things
3: So everything that makes you who you are You're going to have to serve an enemy to get it Food, water, clothing, drink, everything Okay keep reading and now the, the top the, the the point of this is that it's talking about the enemy right keep reading
2: and he the enemy shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee okay
3: all right so now I'm thinking about history so now not only are my sons and my daughters are going to be given to another group of people I'm not going to be able to do anything about it remember we're talking about the state of the black community uh-huh. and then we're going to have an enemy that's going to put a yoke of iron upon our neck and we're not going to be able to do anything about it jump down to verse 64.
2: verse 64. And oh, the 65, Lord, 65. verse sixty-five, and among these nations, so among
3: the, the nations of the enemies,
2: shalt thou find no ease. Neither shall the sole of thy foot have any rest. So
3: the entire, the entirety of my life, I'm gonna have. I'm not gonna have ease being around these other nations who put yokes of iron on my neck, who gave my sons and my daughters to other people, and I don't have any power to do anything about it. Okay, verse sixty-eight.
2: Verse sixty-eight. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. So now,
3: we're going to have to go into Egypt again with ships. Now, in relation to where Jerusalem and Egypt is, and if you know anything about Bible history, or anything, you can actually walk. You can walk for it's it maybe like 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 a day or two, but you can actually walk from Jerusalem to to Egypt. It doesn't take a ship to get there. So through. What we now call Egypt, it was not always called Egypt. It was called Egypt when it was conquered by what was his name, uh, Alexander. Mm-hmm. Alexander's where you get the Library, Alexandria, Egypt. When Alexander the Great conquered Egypt, he, it was it was it was called Egypt. Then, it has always been known as throughout the Israelite culture as a house of bondage because I'm a working like a Hebrew slave. That's that happened in Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. So, Egypt has always been synonymous with our bondage or our captivity or our slavery. But it says we're going to have to go into that again with ships. Okay, so my sons and my daughters are going to be given to another people. I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. This same enemy, I'm going to have to serve him for everything. And then he's going to put a yoke of iron on my neck. And as long as I'm around this enemy, I'm not going to have any peace. I'm not going to have a peace of mind. I'm not going to have rest or anything. And I'm going to have to go into bondage by way of ships. It gets even more specific right.
2: By the way, whereof I spake unto thee, mm-hmm. thou shalt see it no more again. Uh-huh. And there, and
3: there, and where, wherever this place is,
2: ye shall be sold unto your enemies, for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you.
3: How long have you known about the Bible in your entire life? How, how long have you ever known anything about the Bible?
1: Um, a long time. <laughs> you
3: ever, had you ever heard this before in the Bible?
1: Um, I've heard it, but I've never like. Dive deep into it in reference to the concept that you guys are talking in regards to.
3: And the reason why I bring this out is because we're showing emphatically This is proving that this is relative to our people, because the, the Native Americans. They actually went into slavery before us in 1492. Columbus came over here, took, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a 1,100 Arapahoe men and women over to Spain, and that's how they got Hispanic-type names. Your Fernandez and your Cortezes, they went into slavery before us. We went into slavery in 1619. This is relative to our people. That's why we say the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. So what does it have to do with the state of, of, of black people or the state of the black community? With identity or with, with culture comes identity. If I don't see, if I don't see my face in this Bible, well, what connection am I going to draw to it? If I don't understand that a part of my culture is based in God's law. Because he never gave us a religion. That's one of the biggest things that differs us between what we believe and what Christianity teaches. This is not a religion. God never instituted a religion. What he did was give us an order. And that order, it makes up our culture. It makes us who we are, which is why we can't eat certain foods. It's why we can't dress provocatively. Our Women are supposed to dress a certain way. Why are they dressing their way? Because they're trying to garner a a certain amount of attention. But that was never a part of our culture the state of the black community is is pretty bad right now because we have left this culture we've left this heritage the reason why we have so much gout and high blood pressure and disease predominantly among our people think about it a lot of people eat pork right but why does it only affect black people the way that it does why, do, why are we the ones that, that we, we're the only ones that get the high blood pressure we're the only ones that get the gout diabetes. we're the only ones that get the diabetes we get all these diseases but think of you got your pork fried rice. They, why is it that everybody else can eat pork and have no problems, but with us there's so many different problems? Why is it that we're the only ones that make the degrading music that we do? Why are we the only ones that do? Why is it that and and I, I travel for a living? Why is it that in every single city or country that we go to, our people are always in the worst state? We're always in the worst. We're the only ones that's in the ghettos. We're the only ones that's. Why is that the case? And it's because we've left our identity. We've left how God established us. Jeremiah chapter two says He has planted us to be a noble vine. When you think about noble, or think about nobility, you think about integrity, you think about respect, you think about honor. But is that what you see when you turn on World Star? World Star? No, you see the brothers are fighting each other. You see the sisters is in the noble. Just, I don't even know how twerking became a dance. I, you know, I, I, I back in the, I, I, I watch on TV. I, that's not dancing to me. I'm, I, that's not. I'm, used, I'm not used to that being dancing. But now, this, when, when men and women go to the club, dudes just stand behind them, and they shake their behind, and that's dancing. How? When? How? That's not, that's not a part of our culture. And why is that celebrated? Why is that pushed? Why is music degrading our women worth millions of dollars? But then you have other brothers that push positive music, and you'll never hear about it. Why? Because, because it was long,
1: systematically placed that way.
3: And as long as I can keep you down, you will never rise above me. And that's what we teach. Identity through the Bible. Right. It's very, very important. It's very imperative to the, uh, the, the black community. Because the only way that we're going to rid ourselves of the detriment of our society is by coming back to the culture. Coming back to the order that was set up. Like I mentioned to you earlier, you cannot, as a man... Take on a wife unless you're prepared to take care of her food, her clothing, and her shelter. That's that's a law. That's that's a requirement in the Bible. You have to do that. But why is that not pushed today? There's a separation between what we do now and how we're supposed to be in the Bible. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to draw the connection back.
1: Okay. So in regards to this, um, have you guys read uh, the Willie Lynch theory? Mm-hmm. making of a slave. And what is your viewpoint in regards to that?
2: Um, I love solution. I think it's spot on. Um,
0: go to um, Psalm chapter 64. What they have done, it worked. Okay, now we know about the Willie, the Willie Lynch is how they reverse roles, right? Mm-hmm. In order for us to become good slaves. So they have the men as being dependent, and then you have the woman being independent, right? But guess what? The woman will never be independent. They'll be dependent on a man. It's just not their man, okay? Our women today are more dependent on the so called white man. I say so called white man because you won't find white men within the scriptures, okay? Our people, specifically our women, depend on today's society to the point where they don't think that they need our men. and that's how you destroy a household mm-hmm. okay you destroy the man first then you can deal with the woman and guess what once you get to the woman then you deal with the children mm-hmm. you have now taken over that nation of people but the first thing you gotta do is to destroy the black man and if you look within the news the media you will see that the black man is destroyed they like you said they they, they promote the sagging pants they, they promote the drug dealer they uh, promote the gangbanger. They promote the sisters that are twerking. They promote single mothers and, and, and baby daddies, right? Like you say, our music, the popular music, is that of those who are selling dope out the bando, right? They, they have the sisters out here that's, that's, that's shaking their rear end. And for some odd reason, they are getting all the money. Right,
2: right, but right.
0: years ago, we had music about unity. We had music about black power. What happened? You see that because they Utilized that Witty Lynch syndrome And they just progressed During the years read that from real fast uh, 64 and 5? 4? Yeah
2: the,
0: the thought is deep
2: Oh uh, verse 6 Psalm 64 verse 6 They search out iniquities they accomplish a diligent search
0: So iniquities are our sins Right sins is when you go against What God placed on us As an order Sin is the breaking of God's laws. It said that these people, our enemies, like it said in Deuteronomy 28, it said that they will search out our sins. Read on. They accomplish a diligent search. So they diligently search. How can we destroy these people? Because your enemies, they know that if we lead these people away from this Bible, we can conquer them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they have the music. That's why they have the drugs. That's why they have a wick. That's why they have these these different things for us to. Move this Bible away and depend on uh, today's society. Read on.
2: Both the inward thought of every one of them and their heart is deep. It say
0: your enemies, the people that we want to hold hands with and sing Kumbaya. With, it say that their heart is deep, meaning that their mind is deep. They are like like with the Willie Lynch. They have set down and diligently searched. How can we destroy these people? They put mm-hmm. a, a, a plan in place all the way back in slavery. Mm -hmm. And they say, you know what? We're going to devise a plan to effectively destroy this nation of people. They started with the household. They started with the man and the woman. They reversed their roles. And now guess what? They have the ability to control that nation. Mm -hmm. So to, to answer your question, the Willie Lynch was very successful, but they would not be as successful as the Bible. Okay. Once we change our people mindsets, we can destroy that wilderness syndrome It's not going to be marching It's not going to be voting It's not going to be education The only way that we're going to get our solution from our issues Is through this Bible right here right.
2: Here's an example Many of us we still have our same last names You know what you know what I'm saying You think about your last name Whatever your last name is It's property of that last name That right. that, that slave owner So they understand When you when you try to destroy a nation You take their culture from them Everything that they held true Their language That's a big thing Every nation that's been conquered, the first thing they took away was their language. Because language helps pass down tradition. There's certain things that don't translate as well in a different language. So they take your language, teach teaches English. <laughs> that's all I know, I speak English, right? Teach teaches Spanish, teach us French, all these different languages. They take our names from us. They break our families. And in doing so now, what, what's the first thing we think of when we think of black culture? What comes to mind?
1: Black people. That's what I think <laughs>
2: Okay. Black people. I think of hip-hop. Yeah. i think a rap i think of basketball i think of sports yeah. you know you think of like who's a famous black inventor one of them come to mind right away right for most people well, you think of albert einstein you think of all these different you know the nations they understand that that there's power in the in their elites having you know or their 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 children and their their society seeing that there's these people on top you know there's these famous inventors there's these famous you know uh, presidents. But we don't really have that amongst our people. But it, what we do find is that th- there's so much of it right here in this book. Christ, the most famous man that ever walked the planet, looked just like her right there. Just looked just like all of us. They've taken that from us. And we have to ask why. Why You know, why Why would they go through such great lengths to, to, to change how everybody looked in the Bible? Because if it didn't matter, they wouldn't change it from the beginning, right? So why change it anyway? When you go through this book and you look at it with, out of outside of the eyes of christianity what you find is that we're very special people and the only reason why we go through the things we go through is because we're the children of god you understand and like you know if if, are you a parent
1: yeah that's your daughter yeah okay okay so
2: (laughs) so i figured you gotta look alike so uh, you know as children you know of god when god tells us hey listen i want this done when we transgress against his commandments we get chastised for just like any parent would with, with their child. We're literally the children of God. All those other kids, you know, there's another kid a, a, across the street. You ain't dealing with that child because that's not your child. We are the physical manifestation of God on earth. God says, you listen, I gave you the opportunity to rule this entire planet. And it's hard for our, our, our so-called black minds to conceive that because when we think of this planet being ruled, we think of white people. You know what I'm saying? We, we can't think of us running the world. But God said that was originally the contract He made with us. He said if you if you go against what I tell you to do, it's gonna flip around. I'm gonna show you that. Uh, Amos chapter three and verse one. This this is the answer because one of my main questions I know you asked earlier, uh Moet, what what is the main difference? Or what, what is a big difference between uh what we do in Christianity? The question I always ask Christians is do you guys believe God loves everybody
1: yeah. equally? I think so. Okay.
2: So, if God loves everybody equally, do you also believe God is all-powerful? Yeah. Okay. So, my question is, why is it our people? Why do we go through the things we go through?
1: Um, I feel like everybody goes through stuff. We go through more stuff than other people. Mm -hmm. More stuff than we should have to go through, definitely. And I feel like it's because we're strong. We're strong and we're amazing and we're resilient. So people are always trying to throw stuff at us to try to get us to be broken down and different things like that but we have to continue rising above that
2: okay so so imagine right let's think of god as a parent and he has child a child b which C, see child d right we're child a if he sees all of his other children beating up on that one child at some point wouldn't he say listen y'all leave him alone so we have to ask ourselves why hasn't that happened yet you know what i'm saying because because according to, to Christian doctrine, everyone is made equal. We're all one under God. We're all the same. We're just one big family. And it, But but reality says something, you know, drastically different, drastically different. We see police brutality. I mean, I, you can name people for days, Trayvon Martins, uh, 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 George Floyd's. These things happen over and over and over again. But you don't hear about that in the Asian community. You don't hear about that in the white community. You don't hear about that in the Arab community. It's only among us. So We have to ask ourselves. Why is it? Why, why, why do we seem to be so effective Why are we always at the bottom? You know, and this is the scripture right here that proves it.
3: Amos chapter three and verse one. <clears throat> hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, mm-hmm. against the whole family which I brought up from Egypt, from the land of Egypt, saying.
2: So this is God says that hear this word, O children of Israel. We are the children of Israel. You're gonna you're gonna hear that a lot. <laughs> you are the children of Israel. Okay, read. You only. Have I known of all the families of the earth? So God says out of all the nations of the earth, out of all the families of the earth, you are the only one that I've ever dealt with, that I've ever known. Read. Therefore, I will
3: punish you for all your iniquities.
2: So God said, because out of all of my children, I'm only dealing with you. I'm only going to punish you for the things you did. You have a thing, right? America was founded on murder, on bloodshed, on rape robbery all these different things yet they thrive those people that did it they're they're wealthy but our people you know so we do the same things in our communities right uh, against god but we're the only ones that get judged for those things you understand mm-hmm. um psalms 147 19 i'm gonna show you again where it says something similar does that make sense to you
1: kind of kind
2: of <laughs> okay because i'm saying like that's the that's that's the main question i ask is You know, we say that we're strong, we're resilient. That's how we go through these things. But at some point, God is going to stand up and say, listen, we we turn the tables. It's got to reverse. It's only fair, you know? Uh, 147.19.
3: Psalms 147.19.
2: He showeth
3: his word unto Jacob. His statutes and his judgments unto Israel.
2: So he showeth his word, the truth of this Bible, who we are, the the blessings. Because all what we're saying. It sounds like a lot of negative, but there's a lot of the flip side to all this. There's a lot of blessings that come along with keeping God's commandments. Read,
3: He hath not dealt so with
2: any nation. Mm-hmm. As for his judgments, they have not known them. Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he ain't dealt the same way with any other nation. As for their judgments, they have not known them. So. To your point, back to your original question about the way Lynch letter being, you know, is that something that you think or or what what we think about it? It was very effective. It worked. But this right here is going to peel all that back because as we go through here, we're finding what God wants us to do to rebuild our families.
1: Okay. So I know, like, whenever you guys are finding scriptures and you guys read, like, y'all will find a scripture, one of y'all will call it out, the other one will read. Is there, like, a reason behind that or is it just, like, Uh, something that y'all do?
2: It just—it's it, easier. I think it's easier for uh, for us to read and. Then... I mean, actually, you
0: know, if you read the scriptures, that's how. Our <laughs> that's forefathers really how
2: they did
0: it. Yeah, they had a teacher, they had a reader. We're just following what our forefathers uh, uh, did in the Bible. There's nothing that we're making up. We have—we always had a teacher. We always had a reader, and we always had to correct our people based upon these scriptures.
1: Okay. So it's just an
0: order that's set up
1: okay well the time is up in regards to this interview but definitely while i get my whole setup back over there y'all just talk to the people let them know who you are where they can find you different things like that um before we close this thing out
2: yeah so you can find us on israelunite.org that's our website israelunite.org o r g we have classes seven times a day or seven times a week three times a day for free online you can also find us on iuic.tv we have a a tv app you can download we have music uh you know music we have a whole record label original royalty uh youtube channel you can find us on iuic on youtube we're, we're, we're all over the world there's a school probably in one of your states just go to our website and you can find all the information there
3: or one of your countries we're in japan yeah we're everywhere
0: Roku and Apple TV as well But the main thing that we want to leave y'all with Is that you have to keep God's laws With faith in Christ That's the only solution that we have Okay, Um, We are The true Israelites of these scriptures And we have to come back to this bible So I know you have it um, At the house, on your dashboard or the car You gotta dust that thing off and read it man It's about you and your people And that's it Come back to God's laws and you will see a difference Within your people Alright
1: so, okay. All right. Well, you guys, that is it thank each and every one of you that tuned in today to free speech with Way. of course if you miss any portion of the show i will be reposting the replay it gets posted within 24 hours i used to do 24 to 48 hours but i figured i'd just do within 24 hours so that way it could get to all streaming platforms because i put it on apple podcast overcast spotify every different thing like that um but definitely make sure that you're tuning in each and every sunday 2 p.m if you have a topic or subject or anything that you would like discussed definitely shoot me a text message leave me a voicemail 678-653-2024 that's 678-653-2024 and y'all already know what i like to say remember that life is too short to be anything but motivated now get out there and turn your dreams into a vision and make that your reality all right i'll see you guys next week bye